Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm excited to talk to you about parent and baby room sharing today. I get a lot of questions about whether or not it's possible to teach your baby how to sleep if they are in the same room as you. So we're going to talk about that today. But first, I wanted to read this quick review. This mom is a nurse on the neurology floor at the hospital. So her job is kind of a big deal. Like she is dealing with patients and their brains. So getting sleep is really important for her. And she sent me this on Instagram the other day. It said, literally, my baby is sleeping a solid 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. every single night. I have so many people at work telling me how they can't believe how well rested I look with a 12-week-old baby. They are shocked. I keep referring everybody to you because you are pure magic. Shayla, thank you for sharing that with me. I'm so happy that you are getting rest and that you're able to work and not feel exhausted. It really is life-changing. Start getting the sleep that you deserve. Okay, let's talk about parent and baby room sharing. I truly think one of the misconceptions about sleep training is that your baby has to be in their own room, in their own space in order to learn how to sleep. And that just simply isn't true. I've actually taught all four of my babies how to sleep through the night when they were still in my room. Because they learned how to sleep at such a young age, they were still sleeping in a pack and play next to me. Now, let me be clear. You can be in the same room, but I do not recommend your baby being in your bed. There are so many studies that show that is not safe. So if you are co-sleeping, I highly recommend moving your baby to their own area, their own bed, but it can be in your room, especially if your baby is young and learning how to sleep. If you have the option to put your baby in their own room, I recommend doing it before your baby is six months old. Once your baby turns six months, you'll start to notice they are extremely social. So they will see you Every single time you are in the room, whether you are awake or asleep, they are going to know you're there and it's going to make it really hard for them to sleep because remember you are their best friend. And so they will want to party every time they see you. So if you can put your baby in their own room, make sure you do it by about six months old. I usually move my babies around four months. They're sleeping 12 hours by then. We're about to transition out of a swaddle, about to hit the four month regression. And so I just like to move them to their own room so that when they start sleeping with these new sleep cycles that come with the four-month sleep progression, when they learn how to sleep with their arms out and in a sleep sack, when they learn all of these new things, they learn it in their own crib, in their own room, because it eliminates one more transition for me. That way I don't have to teach them how to sleep with these new transitions in my room and then kind of reteach them how to sleep in their own space. Not that you have to reteach them how to sleep, but there's just a little bit of a learning curve, maybe a night or two. I just like to get it all over with at once. So once I hit that four month mark, I personally move my babies in their own room. But again, this is a personal choice. Just try to do it before your baby hits six months. If they have the option of going to their own room. If you don't, if you are in a one bedroom apartment or if you have older kids and they're already sharing a room and your baby's just gonna have to be in your room for a long time, it's okay. That's what this episode is for. That is what I'm gonna talk about today. I am going to give you tips that you can use in order to have a good sleeper, even if they are in your room after that six month mark, after your baby is social and they wanna hang out with you all the time, I'm gonna give you tips that will make it easier for them to sleep in your room, even though they know you're there. Okay, so tip number one is to separate the baby 
from you the very, very best you can, even though you are in the same room. Remember, I'm referring to babies who are over six months now. They are very social. They can literally smell you if they are in close proximity to you. You probably know this by now, but if your baby is close to you, they can smell you, they recognize you, they can sense you, and they know they're there. So if you can create a tiny bit of separation and help them feel like they are in their own space, that can eliminate wakings. It can eliminate the struggle to fall asleep. It can eliminate the struggle to connect sleep cycles in the middle of the night. So there are a few ways you can do this. One, use a slumber pod. I am obsessed with the slumber pod. I talk about it all the time. I will link it in the show notes. I will put the code in the show notes. If you want to get one, you can get $10 off with my code. The slumber pod literally makes it so that they are in their own space. It is completely blacked out and you can have the lights on around them and they will have no idea. So if your baby is really close to your bed and you can't create a physical separation, put the slumber pod over their bed, over their pack and play, and this will create a wall of separation so that they can't see you even when you are there. So you can go in your bathroom, you can turn the light on, you can get ready for bed, you can do all of these things and they will not see it because their own little space, their own little bubble is totally blacked out. So they feel like they're in their own room even though they are right next to you. So tip number one, separate by using a slumber pod. Tip number two, if you have the space to create a physical space, scoot their crib across the room from you. So have your bed on one side of the room and have their crib on the exact opposite side of the room so that it is harder for them to see you and smell you if you are coming in and out of the room. So number one, use a slumber pod. Number two, scoot their crib across the room. However you can create a little bit of space, a little bit of separation will give them that opportunity to sleep independently because they won't see you and smell you right there right next to them like they were when they were under six months old in a pack and play literally next to your bed. So tip number one, create a little bit of space the very best you can. Tip number two, use a sound machine. I will never stop talking about the importance of a sound machine, okay? Sound machines eliminate the extra noise and give them a constant sound so that they can connect sleep cycles without interruption. It's just like if you were sleeping and it was super quiet and somebody walks into your bedroom and they hear the door open or you hear the door open. It's going to wake you up, right? You're going to hear this noise and it's going to wake you up. However, if there is a white noise going on in the background, you won't hear the door and therefore you will stay in your deep state of sleep. You will not be interrupted by noise. So using a sound machine will help your baby not only fall asleep because it acts as a sleep trigger, but it will help your baby stay asleep through all the little noises that you don't know you're making when you're asleep, okay? You're rolling over, maybe you're snoring, maybe you're getting up to go to the bathroom. There's a lot going on in the night, even if you are sleeping, that can potentially wake your baby up if there is not some sort of white noise going on. So make sure you keep that sound machine below 60 decibels. There are so many free apps out there where you can te- where you can check the level of decibels that your sound machine is putting off. Most of the sound machines created for infants don't go above that, but just check it to be safe. But you can turn up enough to have a constant soothing noise so that their sleep will not be interrupted by the noises that you are making. Okay, so tip number two, use a sound machine. Tip number three, black out their room. If there is light coming in and they can see you, it is going to be really hard for them to want to go to sleep. 
Okay, again, I give this analogy all the time. You are their best friend. If they can see you, they are going to want to party with you. So black out the room the very best you can so that they are not tempted to hang out with you, especially in the night. You know when we come out of a sleep cycle and transition to another sleep cycle, our bodies want to make sure that our environments are the same. And if they come out of a sleep cycle and they kind of check around to make sure everything's the same, but all they see is you, it's going to wake them right up. So make sure you black out the room so that they cannot see what's going on. Again, this is why I like the slumber pod because it eliminates your need to black out your entire room. However, if you don't have that option, black out the room the very best you can. Use blackout curtains, use blackout film. I am obsessed with the one on Amazon. It's really cheap. It's reusable. You just use water, stick it on. You can peel it off anytime. I will link that in the show notes as well. But black out your room so they can't really see what's going on. This also helps eliminate early morning wakings. If the sun is coming in, it is telling their brain that it is time to wake up. So not only does it eliminate the distraction of seeing you, it also will help your baby sleep in much later than when the sun comes up, which right now in Arizona, it's about 4.30 in the morning. And <laughs> I do not want my babies waking up at that time. So black out that room if you haven't already. And tip number four, put your baby to bed independently in your room long before you go to bed. Hopefully, I mean, if your baby is over six months, hopefully they are going to bed between 6.30 and 7.30 p.m. and you are not going to bed until much later. So hopefully you're giving them the opportunity to fall asleep on their own. That way they can get into a deep enough sleep so that when you do go to bed, they are already deep in their sleep and transitioning through sleep cycles on their own, which makes it way less likely for them to be interrupted by you coming in the room and interrupting their sleep cycles. This will also make sure that they aren't relying on you being in the room in order to fall asleep. They will feel like it is their own space in their own room if they are put to bed and falling asleep on their own long before you are going to sleep. Now, if you have not taught your baby how to sleep, if they do not know how to sleep on their own yet, it's going to be really, really difficult to share a room with them. You have to teach your baby how to sleep in order for them to be an independent sleeper, even if your room's sharing. So if you haven't taught your baby how to sleep, I highly recommend taking one of my mini courses, the one based on your baby's age. If you're listening to this, I would guess you're in the four to 12 month range, but maybe you're in the 12 to 24 month range, or you have a newborn. I have mini courses based on every single age and every single stage. So Check that out. I will link that in the show notes as well. Or if you're like, I don't even know where to start. It feels too overwhelming to read something. Book a consultation. I would love to talk it through with you. But the main point is that you have to teach your baby how to sleep so that when you are sharing a room, it does not phase them. They still know how to sleep. Just like right now, whenever we go on a vacation, we are in the same hotel room with all four of our kids. Okay, there are six of us in one hotel room and they all sleep just fine. They do not have to be next to me. I do not have to do anything extra in order to make them fall asleep, in order to help them sleep through the night. They know how to sleep. So whether they are in the same room as us or not, they are going to sleep the same because they know how to sleep. So room sharing will be difficult if your baby doesn't have the skill of sleep mastered yet. So if you haven't gotten there, again, take one of my mini courses, book a consultation. I would love, love, love to help you get there so that you can room share without any issues. Okay, that is it for today. Thank you so much for being here. If you could do me a huge favor, rate this podcast, leave a review, share it on Instagram, tag me at the underscore sleep fairy. It would mean so much to me. Again, thank you for being here. Have a great week and I will see you next time. 
If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleepfairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.